Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast where we're chatting with Wendy Engelberg, who's the founder of Girls Gone Writing, the biggest women's MTB group in the country. They have seven chapters across California and Arizona, and these ladies write everything from cross country, all mountain, and downhill. Stay tuned, and you're going to learn more about how to join this free group. Yes, I said it, free MTB group their benefits, their rides, the free skills clinics, and how to start your own chapter. Also, be sure to check out the Girls Gone Riding website where they have some amazing resources such as trail etiquette, uh, MTV rides list, code of conduct, and ride ratings. Stay tuned for more. Hello and welcome everyone to the Women's MTV Network podcast. I'm Mia and I'm going to be your host. Our podcasts are about sharing information on all things mountain bikes from a woman's perspective. We'll be talking about bikes, components, gear, upcoming events, coaching, and much, much more. Our goal is to connect women from across the globe and inspire folks to ride, regardless of age or skill level. We'll have guests from all over the world with all types of backgrounds and different riding styles. So get comfy and be inspired to ride. Hi, Wendy. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. And yourself? Good. Thank you so much for um, for asking. And thank you so much for coming on tonight, taking the time to talk to us. I've been wanting to talk to you ever since I thought about doing this podcast a few months ago, because GGR, Girls Gone Riding, the group that you started was my introduction to women's mountain biking in Southern California years ago. And I really wanted to, to bring you on to discuss the group. Um, so thank you again for, thank for you. coming Wonderful. on board with us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how Girls Gone Riding, GGR, as I'm going to refer to to the yeah. group, came about? Sure. Um, wow. Many years ago, um, around 2011, um, I called an emergency happy hour with a couple of my friends, Karen okay. and Kim. We went to a local bar called the Elephant Bar, which is no longer there, and uh, after a bunch of martinis, um, we were talking about all the women that we ran into on the trails that they were always by themselves. And we'd, we'd stop them and we'd say, hey, why are you by yourself? And it'd always be typically the same answers. It would be, gosh, you know, I don't know where all the other women are. My, my schedule is really uh, tough because uh, I'm a mom. Um, I don't like riding with my, my husband or boyfriend because they drop me or they want to coach me all the time. Those was the same, same responses all three of us kept hearing. So yeah. between the three of us, we're like, you know, we know enough women. Let's try, let's open up our calendars. Let's get the girls together and see what happens. Let's just see if we can get everybody together so people can um, uh, meet each other with the same schedules, the same skill level, and we can just get some girls together and, and help our community out. Yeah. And that was in December um, of 2011. And we decided to do kind of like a meetup type event with no advertising with the exception of like a couple of um posters that kim's boyfriend made that we put up in some bike shops yeah yeah and so in february at malibu creek state park is where we decided to um just show up and to see if anybody else would show up and 85 women showed up <gasps> no way yeah. yeah i was like oh my god what have we done <laughs> That's amazing. I went crazy, right? So I, we we were like, 
okay, we got to dig up some volunteers and who knows, who knows this route, who knows, it was, it was organized chaos, more chaotic than anything. Wow. But fun. So we realized, wow, okay, there's a big need. Let's try it again. But this time let's get a little bit more organized. And so we decided to do one in October at Malibu as well. We ended up dubbing it Rocktober. And before we knew it, um, uh, Liv, who at the time was still part of Giant, reached out and said, hey, we heard about that you all got a bunch of women together. What can we do to be a part of it? Yeah. And I'm like, I uh, show up with demo bikes. That would be yeah. <laughs> so they got involved. Cali Protectives uh, heard also. They got involved. And then Corba got involved. My friend, um, Danuja, who um, was really instrumental in getting me involved in Corba. Uh, Corba is the IMBA affiliate. Um mm-hmm. International Mountain Biking Association, and I also sit on the Corba board. So now uh, um, I've been with Corba for many, many, many years. And so Corba was also a part of it. And then we had, so for the October event, we had 125 women show up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so um, then we figured, okay, I guess we should get organized and come up with a name or something, right? Yeah. So lots of stories after that but um we had a blast organizing everything i got all my friends together we Mm -hmm. went to a bar in the valley called bj's we got this big table full of pictures of margaritas and came up with a name an acronym and it was such a funny night because all the names that i wish we had saved all the little pieces of paper It was hilarious. And um, my friend, uh, Mary Bath, who unfortunately is no longer with us, um, she came up with GGR, Girls Gone Riding, but with a Z. So we came up with a name. And then we decided that two events in one year was great. It was just too much. We're all volunteers. We all work. So we decided to just do quarterly rides, just to ride, see what happens. And it just, it kept growing and growing and growing well over a hundred riders each time. Like this yeah. is great. This is crazy. It's, t- it's too big. Let's try monthly. And that helped to break things up. Mm-hmm. And then um, in a few years into it, uh, I had um, a girl from the Inland Empire approach me at Interbike in Las mm-hmm. Vegas and said, Hey, I know a bunch of girls in the uh, Inland Empire. Have you ever thought about starting a chapter? Like, uh, no. no um but yeah let's talk about it and so that's how the chapters just started and then we realized that um we just can't do this alone you 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 have to have one person making the decision and then you have to have a leadership team and the leadership team is the support and they're also the volunteers on the ride so Mm -hmm. then we added san diego chapter big bear um, Orange County, Mojave Desert, Kern County, and then um, Central California, which is like the uh, Fresno area. That's amazing. In the span of how many years did it grow to all of those chapters? Was it pretty instant within a few, like two to three years? Or uh, No, it's taken, no, it's probably over the span about eight years or so. Okay. And, you know, if I had the time to like to devote myself full time to this, I would take it all around the world. 
Yeah. Um, but, you know, every one of us, virtually every one of us work full time. And mm-hmm. so we just do the best we can. And uh, but that's also why I have each chapter has its own director mm-hmm. um, and their own leadership team. We all it's all uniform. So all the the guided rides are, you know, we train the volunteers. They all run the same. Um, but each chapter has their own little tweaks and their own little uniqueness. Um, yeah. And, and I'm here if they need support or to escalate anything. But otherwise, um, they know what they're doing. I don't need to really, you know, say much or um, yeah. do a whole lot. Yeah. So um, I'm a part of the LA chapter, which is yeah, awesome. That's my, that's my chapter. Right. Yeah. And I went on my first, because I've been in school the last few years and I haven't been able to attend a lot of events, but this past summer was my first event that I was able to go to with, with all you ladies, which was the Big Bear event. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to ask you, I think you touched on it when we were talking a little offline, the different chapters, they have different yeah. leadership groups and directors, yeah. like you're saying, yeah. and they also have their own group rides or yeah. like you were saying, pickup rides. Can you talk a little bit about sure. that? Yeah. So each chapter, um, there's just a couple of requirements. You have to have a director. Um, <clears throat> actually, there's one chapter that has like, they don't have a director. They just have a leadership team and it's been working out okay for them. Um but all the other chapters, they have one director and a leadership team. And the leadership team, um, they really uh, are the essence of the volunteers. Um, they do they do all the um, ride um, volunteer roles, um, help organize many other things. Um, each chapter has a monthly uh, ride that includes uh, levels from Greeny 2 and up. Um, and then they also have a greeny one ride and the greeny one ride is for real novice riders or riders that they're either coming back from an injury or they just haven't been on the bike in 20, 30 years, which is more women than you think. Um, yeah, so, so we do have, um, we have two different, um, monthly rides and then we have the pickup ride. So anytime, like say I'm in LA, but Hey, I'm going to San Diego in two weeks. I post on the San Diego chapter. Hey, I'm going to be in San Diego for three days. Who can show me around? Who can host me? Yeah. And that's that's what you do. Yeah. And so you get to go to the other chapters and you uh, learn the other rides. Everybody's very friendly and loves to uh, show um, people around uh, on their, uh, their, their local trails. Yeah, that's what I love about it too. You know, I, I was in Sedona for Rome and I ran into two ladies from GGR oh, okay. from the Inland Empire chapter. And it was awesome because I recognized them from the Big Bear trip. Oh, and we right couldn't on. quite place each other. And then I was riding with Kristen and I saw her backpack had like GG had a GGR oh, sticker stickers, on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's how I know you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's amazing because it goes to that true testament of women empowering other women when you're riding. It doesn't matter the level that you're at. If you want to be shown around, women are willing to take you on a ride, show you their local trails and just overall have a great time. I think that's awesome. Well, and there are also always no drop rides. So um, we will we do head counts um, on every every um, whenever we stop. Mm -hmm. And if the person that's struggling up that hill 
the last one up the hill, if they need another five minutes to rest, well, we're going to give them another five minutes to rest. And then we all go together as a group. So it's definitely empowering. Um, You know, we will do some fun things. Like if somebody's struggling, we'll, we'll be at the top of the hill. Come on, come on, suck it up, suck it up. So uh, it's a lot of, it's, you know, it's hard encouragement, but um, it, but it, it's fun. And uh, it's, we definitely are there to um, make women independent and um, the empowerment just comes organically, you know, right? It really does. does. Whenever I've been riding for 15 years and after the end of every single ride, I still feel after all these years that I can conquer anything when I'm done, no matter how, how out of shape I am. I'm, my mind is clear and I feel like so much more calm and then, okay, I can tackle that. I'm going to kill that deadline. Um, screw him. I don't need him. Uh, whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is in my life that's happening, I can yeah. handle better after I ride my bike. Yeah, that's so good. So what do you say to women who feel a little intimidated to go on their first ride with GGR, whether that's like a super greenie or an intermediate? Cause I'm going to be honest, when I first joined, I was very intimidated, you know, to, to, to ride because I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not fit enough, even if it's the greenie. So what do you say to women who feel yeah. that way? Well, the first thing, there's a couple of things. First, they can go to the beginner skills clinic. Um, Corba has one the first Saturday of every month at Malibu Creek State Park and it's free. Yes. It thank is, you it, for bringing that up. That's yeah. on my notes to ask you too. It is a, it is a co-ed clinic, but it's outstanding. So mm-hmm. when you have more skills underneath of you, you're more confident. The more confident mm-hmm. you are, the more fun you have. Yeah, that's um, true. If you're not sure what level you are, go on the website under ride ratings and you can see it gives very specific um, fitness and technical requirements for each rating. Um, Lee yeah. Donovan actually helped me. I gave her what I thought and she's like, oh, nope. Da, 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 da. So, <laughs> so this has Lee Donovan Hall of Famers approval stamped all over it. So if somebody hasn't been riding for a while, but they rode for a long time, they're, they're in okay shape. I would suggest going to the Greeny 2 ride. And now sometimes we will have a Greeny 1 ride and most of them are Greeny 2 plus riders. So then what we do is we'll adjust it. So there's always women that'll show up in the wrong level. And we do a meet and greet before the actual ride. So yep. we really try to um, have women go into the correct group so they have the best possible experience. Because not only are we here to get more women mountain biking, we want to always ensure that they have the best possible experience every time. Yeah. And how do they, yeah. how do we do that? We do that by having trained volunteers. And um, part of the meet and greets is, you know, asking their name, uh, we, uh, what trails they've been riding, how long have they been riding? If they say, well, I'm a blue two rider. Okay, great. So tell me, um, are you able to ride uh, 25 miles with very little um, grouping? Are you comfortable rolling over um, a, a rock garden? And uh, how about off-camber switchbacks? Oh, what's that? Okay, we're going to move you to Greeny too. Okay, <laughs> this way, and we do it respectfully so they'll have a really good experience too. Yeah, 
Yeah. We have we have roadies that show up that hardly have any mountain bike experience, but they're super fit. And yes. but they'll be terrified of um, anything that is technical. So typically we'll put them in a blue group. Um, and then the the ride leader will just be very mindful of mm-hmm. what's coming up. Um, we also during the rides, and we have we have workshops where we actually teach and certify our ride volunteers. So one of the things, and I I teach those myself and they're also free and I give them a certificate. We don't, we don't charge for that too. That's so good. I'm going to just real quick for everyone. I'm going to post a link to all of this in the description of this podcast and on the YouTube and on our website. So this all will be available. Everything Wendy's talking about will be available to everyone. Sorry, Wendy. Oh, no worries. And we, we, we always need more volunteers. So if you're at least a blue level rider and can commit to just once a month, um, see your um, director, whichever city that, that you live in. Um, but one of the things that we do in our, our, um, our training for our ride volunteers, we do first we do a Zoom, about an hour Zoom meeting, which talks about the history of our organization, the history of women's uh, mountain biking, of equipment, of clubs, um, all sorts of things. And then we do about a three quarter day out on the trail. And we start with like the meet and greets. We do spacing. The first about 30 minutes of every ride is the most critical because you'll, you'll find who's in the front, who's in the back and where the gaps are. So if, yeah. there, if there's any gaps and we have enough volunteers, we're going to split that group up pretty quickly. Yeah, this way, sense. yeah, the riders up front, they're not standing around getting cold, waiting for the others. And the riders in the back, they don't feel stressed out um, that they're holding anybody up. And yeah. that's the key. As long as you have enough volunteers, we split them up so everybody yeah. gets their own ride and has a great experience. That's so good. I love how you, you've thought of everything from that, you know, that's amazing how you have the, the writer in mind from beginning to end, regardless of the outcome of what's going to happen. Um, so let's talk a little bit about big bear. That's the big yearly event that we have yeah. every year. It's the ladies yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, we're having that again this summer. I'm hoping this coming summer, 2023. Um, I, I don't have anything in writing yet. So <laughs> okay. uh, the, the plan is yes, but, but we, we never know what's going to happen. So the Big Bear event is a three-day event, typically yeah. starts on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the yep. end of July, right? Of every it's either summer. July or August. It depends on the, we try to work around the events that are already happening in Big Bear um, because our, our local chapter in Big Bear volunteers for their bike events there. So we have to work around um, the local events. Fair enough. So could you tell us what happens in each day, starting with yeah. Friday? What's so, the main yeah. event there? Um, Friday, we go, we have a snow summit day. And Mm -hmm. so snow summit is a bike park and we offer guided cross country rides. And we also offer guided downhill runs. Um, so it's good for greenie two and up. It's a lot of fun. Um, we meet, uh, in the morning and we, you ride as long as you want. Um, there's lunch that's available. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, we just we just ride all day, or you can ride half a day, um, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. And then you're on your own for dinner. Um, Saturday is, um, um, I'm sorry, Bear um, Mountain. 
no, uh, Sky, sorry, Sky Park Day. Sky Park, um, that's right, because I so went to that. Sky Park is enduro. So basically, you ride, um, you ride up like a quarter of a mile up a switchbacky hill, and then you do different runs. Um, super fun. Um, it's uh, Santa's Village, they call it too. Um, it's like this Christmas village all year round. And you can do other sports. You can do roller skating in the summer, ice skating um, in yep. the winter. Um, they have bakeries, restaurants. You can do zip, is it called zip lining? Zip, yeah, I think uh, you can do the zip lining. Yeah. Um, rock climbing, all sorts. You can do cross country riding. So yeah. um, it's a lot of fun. Um, so we also have our um, group dinner. Mm -hmm. um, at, at There we do like a, a taco bar and then we do awards. Um, we have some raffles. It's a lot of fun. And then Sunday we have, you can either do cross country this year. We did something different. Normally we do fawn skin, but this year we did maple Hills at the high mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. uh, brand new trail system, lots of fun. Um, and the, everybody else did uh, snow Valley and snow right. Valley is also lift assist, no cross country. It's all lift assist. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, it's just a blast. Um, yeah. And that's three days. Most of us actually go up on a Thursday and we yeah. ride Thursday too, but that's, um, uh, that's, there's nothing official. It's all underground on Thursday. Yeah. It's you, all yeah you can get there whenever you want, but yeah, <laughs> and it's, awesome. it's all to participate. There's no charge. It, the venues do charge fees. Um, we suggest sharing a house. Most everybody gets, um, an Airbnb, um, and uh, they just they just share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it was great. I'm next year if we do it. I'm happy to help too and volunteer if you need anything. Like right. uh, I think I want to do the three days as well. Um, so just to circle back real quick. So the for the cross country rides, yeah. did you say there that's Greeny Two Plus as well? Or, for which for all of them for the cross country? So like the Friday when when you do the, oh, the cross big country bear rides, yeah. the big bear. And we have two. Yeah. So we okay, have, have two. we do. A, a greenie two, which is lift assist, which is cross country, but they're not going to have to do the big climb because you're at um, 7,000 feet of elevation over there. So you, you got to be able to breathe. And usually yeah. greenie twos struggle with that. Um, anybody struggles if they're not used oh, yeah. to, no matter how fit you are used to um, elevation. So the greenie twos, they will take the lift up. And then they'll do cross country and the blue riders, um, which are a bit stronger up one level, they, mm -hmm. there's no lift assist. They do 100% cross country on uh, skyline, which is the main, um, single track up there, which is absolutely epic and stunning. Yeah. I want to do that. Oh, I can't it's wait. Fantastic. I can't wait. It's going to be oh. so good. Um, so I think you touched on it a little bit. I wanted to, to really iterate to people that being a member of GGR is free. There's yes. great benefits, even if you're a member and it's free. So could you please touch on that a little bit for yeah, us? Yeah. So it's the only thing you have to do to become a member is join one of the Facebook pages and just answer the questions. You have to be female mm -hmm. um, and you have to um, answer or identify, sorry, as a female yep. um, and answer um, the entry questions. We're basically um, you know, how long you've been riding, um, what trails are you riding, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so, yeah, it's, 
it's free to participate in um, any group, any event, uh, unless it's there's a venue charge. Um, the last two years, we've gotten grants from REI, and we've put on um, uh, skills clinics, which REI has actually paid for. They're worth a hundred dollars uh, wow. an entry, and so that's been free for two years now. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it is. Um, so you can also post your um, pickup rides. We have kits. We have uh, our store is going to be opening again very soon. So you can get um, jerseys. Um, you can go to all the other clubs, the other um, chapters and join them and um, uh, learn those trails too. There's women that are willing to host people um, in other areas as well. So it, it's just a really fun organization to be involved in, very positive, it's yeah. free. Um, and if you wanna get even more involved, we always need volunteers on so many levels. So that brings me up two questions. One, so if someone wants to join, Facebook is the main way to do it. Is that correct? You just look up GGR, Girls Gone Riding, and all the chapters will pop up, and you click on the one where you live. So like Inland Empire, Los Angeles. You know, the easiest or... thing to do is go to Girls Gone Riding, our website, the website and right, yeah. on the home, right on the home page, you just scroll down, you'll see every chapter. Um, yep. It'll be LA, Inland Empire, San Diego. Oh, and then, um, and it has a map there. And all you have to do is um, click, like, say, San Diego. Just hover over San Diego. It says Facebook page. It'll bring you right to that specific page. Perfect. That's right. That's the easiest way. All right, people, wow. I'm going to link this on the description, the, the Girls Gone Writing page. But for those of you who want to look up now, it's girlsgonewriting.com. And girls is with a Z. Yes. That's the easiest yeah. way to find it. You know, um, I was talking with Ash last week or two weeks oh, ago yeah. when I was in Sedona and she was, and I told her I was going to have you on the podcast. And she said that Wendy is the start of Rome. And she was telling me that she met with you and she went on a ride with GGR years ago um, and that you recommended a job for her at Live. And she met up with Lip. So it was like, it was so amazing to hear how it went That's, full circle with that. I forget about that. It's so funny because years ago, Liv approached me and I'm like, hell no. However, <laughs> however, I know somebody who would be perfect at that job. And, um, and I happened to be, um, she was interviewing me for a podcast back then and join, joining the ride. And I said, hey, this is, this happened. Um, I don't want the, I, I, you know, it, this is not for me. I don't want to be on the road. Of course, now all yeah. I do is travel. Um, <laughs> if, if you're, if you have an interest in this, um, I will, I'll hook you up and she, and it worked out great. I knew she'd be fantastic at it. And, yeah. uh, yeah, that, that's fine. I, I forget about that. Yeah. It worked out great for everybody. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Um, and then I don't know, I don't recall who I was talking to recently. It was a mountain bike coach. I want to say it was Joanna Yates. I don't recall. And I mentioned GGR and they're like, that's the biggest women's mountain biking group in the country. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, hopefully we'll get bigger. We'll get bigger soon. I just, I need to devote uh, more, more time whenever I can. If someone wants to start a chapter, I think we touched on it at the beginning. Yeah. Just email you, go to the GGR website and, and send you an email. Yeah. It's all they need to do. They need to, well, first, um, they uh, need to have a leadership team. 
That's um, right. Depend yeah, that's the most important thing. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people, depending on the area, it can just be six women. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the most important thing. And each of them need to be um, able to commit uh, yep. one, once a month. Um, and I mean, it's that easy. And uh, we, you know, we provide the guidance, we provide the training. Um, if it's not too far, I'll, I come out myself with my team, we just make a road trip, and we will train the volunteers ourselves. Um, it's really, uh, it's really easy. It's fun. It, it's so empowering for women who start their own chapter as well. And when they see especially the greenie, the, you know, the, the lower end greenie rides are the biggest rides. They're yeah. always the biggest rides because a lot of women are very intimidated out there thinking they're not fast enough or gosh, I haven't ridden in three weeks. I'm slow. And we yeah. all get like that. Um, or, you know, oh, I, all I've been doing is riding my e-bike. Um, you know, uh, but those are welcome too. Um, it, yeah. it depends, you know, it depends on the trail system, but most places now, um, the pedal assist bikes are welcome as long as they don't have a, um, a, yeah. um, a throttle. You know, speaking of e-bikes, I know you ride an Ibis. You, uh, yeah. Still have an Ibis. I know you do. And they just came out with an e-bike. Do yes. you have any interest in riding that? Oh, I, well, I have an e-bike as well. Uh, I got an early birthday present. So I, <laughs> the, the present gifted to me was a, um, was a live e-bike. Yes. Um, so, and I can tell you from somebody who works a lot and travels a, a lot, it's been the most incredible gift for me because um, when you don't have time to work on your fitness and work comes before anything else, when you go out and you, and you do ride, it's brutal and it's not fun. And it gets to, you know, you, you're, we're our own worst enemies and, yeah. and it's so hard. And I, I was just getting, beating myself up. Like this is, I'm not even having fun. I'm so out of shape. And with the e-bike, I mean, my face hurts. I smile so much. <laughs> and it's just, it's a very, it's just a very different experience. And you ride stuff that you would never ride. I did a ride with my good friend Tamara last week, just her and I, we did um, two sections of backbone. It was like 31 miles. And we did just under 5,000 feet of climbing. And the climbing was um, very, some of it was very technical climbing. And I'd never be able to, I'd have to push my bike up that normally. So it's a very different experience being a, having enough momentum because you it's um, pedal assisted right. to be able to climb this gnarly stuff. It's like, wow, I'd never yeah. be able to have that experience. And so now I can still, still go out and do a big ride, do some really gnarly technical um, climbing and and have a great experience and still be exhausted because people forget you know you can set your e-bike to all these different settings so it's mm -hmm. very difficult so yeah. yeah it's a very different experience and i'm very grateful for that gift that i received yeah i i've been told to try an e-bike and i was gonna go down to yt and demo a bike but i got bronchitis that weekend so i couldn't make it but i did sit on a pivot e-bike three weeks ago i want to say at the newbury park bike shop 
I, I, Shane was like, I challenge you to not have a smile on your face when right? you sit on that bike. So. Right? How, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm five, four. Oh, okay. You're, you're just an inch taller than I'm five, three. Well, um, anytime you want to borrow mine during the week, I, and I'm pretty sure we live close to each other. If I yeah. remember, come over and borrow mine and go for a ride. I appreciate that. I should have taken you up on that too at Sky Park yeah, over yeah. the summer you you yeah. offered. And yeah. I was so beat that I'm like, oh, I don't want to break this bike you just got. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to take a tumble on it. But I am curious about e-bikes in general. And I think I think that um, people need to stop with the whole argument whether for e-bikes. The one thing I will say, where we, we, where we ride in Malibu, at Sycamore Canyon, I've gotten yeah. thrown off the trail a few times by e-bikers over there. And I think it's an etiquette thing. They just don't understand well, the etiquette the that thing. comes with mountain biking. Those are COVID riders, what we call yeah. them. There's so, like a surge. Yes. So when COVID hit and e-bikes really um, went crazy, their popularity, um, these are riders that never did a group ride. That they And the bike shops... Um, from what I can see, they don't educate um, the riders when they sell the bikes on etiquette at all. Um, or if they do, it goes, you know, they don't listen, it goes out the door. Um, yeah. But that that's it. Because it doesn't matter what bike you're on. You can still, forgive me, be an asshole if you're on a hardtail or if you're that's on an e-bike. It doesn't matter what bike you're on. It's It's the person. And yeah. we do find that, yeah, the COVID riders that are not used to group rides, they have, they just, they don't think about coming up on you, passing you with safety and say, hey, how you doing? Come up, coming up on your left whenever you get, get a second yeah. to pull over. They don't think about the multi-use trail users. They don't think about a horse is coming. Pull over and stop. Yeah. You know, the horse may freak out. You don't know. Pull yeah. over and stop. Hikers are coming, get out of their way. You know, they don't, they don't, they're not educated. The, one of the, the first e-bike ride I did, um, we were on one of the backbone sections. I was with my friend, um, Liz and, um, there were a group of hikers that were coming up and they jumped out of the, our way and we stopped and I'm like, and we have to educate them. And, and we all have bells on our bikes, too, because yeah. we've been riding for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so we said, hey, we're really sorry that you have this impression. Uh, but we are here to also um, not only educate the multi-use trail users, but to when we see other um, uh, mountain bikers on the trails with poor etiquette, we stop them and we educate them as well. But we're yeah. here yeah, we're here to, to, to share the trails with you. And they really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that you do that. I just had one bad experience. These, these guys, they just almost threw me off the trail and they were on fat e-bikes. Oh, fat throttle, bikes, yeah. I think. And those uh, are not allowed around no, here, especially any, in oh, anywhere, parks. anywhere. And I was told recently that the speed limit at the state parks are, is, is like 15 miles an hour yeah. or something yeah. like that. So regardless miles, whether yeah. you're on an e-bike or not, like, yeah. you know, you, there's a speed limit for everything. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for new riders? Whether whatever age, just a new rider, what advice would you give a new rider? First join, join your local GGR chapter. <laughs> um, introduce yourself. Say I'm Jane Doe. I'm, I'm new to riding. Um, I've borrowed a bike or whatever your situation is. I would like 
um, either a mentor to help me um, go to the bike shop, pick out what I need, give me advice on a bike, um, use the veteran riders that we have to your advantage to steer you in the right direction and to save you money because we've all been through it. Yes. Um, biking's very personal and it also is relative to your budget because it's a very expensive sport. However, when you're first starting out, we don't recommend you spend a lot of money because who knows if you're going to stick with it. Um, yeah. But you can still get a good used bike. Um, and there's demo bikes, you can borrow bikes. Um, but definitely reach out to the local GGR community. Don't be afraid and say, you know, hey, I knew I need some direction and let us know what direction. You can also reach out to me personally at any time. Um, and I'm happy to mentor um, anyone as far as um, bikes, um, equipment. I, I have coaches I work with. I can send them to. If they're greenie, I'm happy to take them out um, on their their first couple of rides, one-on-one. -on -one. I'm not a coach, but I can guide them and I can show them some basics. I can show them some great routes. So there's, yeah. there's so many opportunities um, at any chapter for them to get direction from any of the veteran um, uh, members. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Wendy. Was there something that we didn't cover that you wanted to highlight about GGR? Um, gosh. Um, so much we covered. I, I wasn't know. sure. We covered a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. If, if not, yeah. that's okay. I'm going to yeah. do a post about it anyway. And everything okay. we talked about, I'm going to have links, ways people can contact you, the website, the groups, all the things. I'm going to make a post about this for sure. Yeah, I do want to uh, emphasize the Corba Free Skills Clinic at Malibu yes, State please. Park. It's the first Saturday of every month. Um, it's free. It is co-ed. And I highly, highly recommend it um, to all new members to go out. Mm -hmm. And it's a three-hour clinic. And mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really good. And um, I definitely uh, recommend it. They'll uh, go over your bike. Uh, before you even start the clinic um, and give you suggestions, safety suggestions on your bike as well. So I just really want to emphasize that. That's awesome. And is there a limit to how many people attend? Do you have to have a minimum or a maximum nope. for folks? They'll hold, okay. it, they'll hold it for one. Sometimes, like last week, I think they had three and many times they'll have 30. Oh, so wow. it, it's all over the place. And do you have to register for that somewhere? Can you just show you up? Do. Uh, okay. now, um, well, you can show up, but it's helpful. Um, there is, if you go CORBA, uh, C-O-R-B-A, Concerned Off-Road Bicyclist Association, um, there, um, on the website, there is a link to, um, the free skills clinic. Okay. Um, and I believe there's a meetup, uh, for it too, or you can also just email me and I'll send okay. you the link. That'd be awesome. I'm going to post all of that as well. Um, thank you, Wendy, so much again oh, for taking you, the time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. And uh, if, anyone, if anyone has any questions, I'm going to post Wendy's information and uh, feel free to reach out to her. Like she said, for guidance, mentorship, anything. She's a wealth of knowledge and please take her up on it. So have a great night and we'll chat soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye.